All right, welcome to Bouncy Cast. I have a boner. Uh, no, you yeah, don't, you fucking like idiot. That. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, that is immediately more aggression than I was prepared for. So, yeah, Sounds like a you problem. Be, uh, a little bit. That's crazy. But yeah, no, this is going to be, um, the ne this, uh, this week's episode, we're actually going to go into less of, like, a general thing that we have been doing the last couple, and more into, like, uh, what's an been angled, going on with the world lately. An angled political, nah, an angled political climate not, not episode. Not necessarily political. Something like that. We're going to, we're going to talk kind of about current events, just because there's something that's been happening that I'm definitely not the first person, we're definitely not the first people to talk about. But uh, I think needs to be talked about because th that kind of thing is never a bad thing. But yeah, so uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, um, this has to do with Canada and specifically Canada's brand new laws when it comes to uh, medical, like just medical procedures. So uh, Canada recently made it legal, uh, not too crazy long ago, a couple years I think, made it legal to use euthanasia for people who, usually people who are like, who have like a terminal illness or a um, just some sort of a condition where you like you would it's the equivalent of pulling the plug where like they made it legal for hospitals to do that and even so much as like if somebody's in a ton of pain they can give them a bunch of chemicals and like kill them um, which under normal circumstances a lot of people see no problem with that you can like yeah okay you can get rid of you can like if their life's not worth living but the scary thing is it has really crossed the line recently because, yeah, so, for example, so I actually have an article here that's going to talk about a couple of it, but, like, for example, there's a guy that had this guy called Alan Nichols who had a history of depression and other medical issues, but none of them were really life-threatening, and then at all of a sudden, the 61-year-old guy was, uh... He submitted a request to be euthanized out of nowhere, and then he was euthanized, even though his family and the nurse assigned to him raised concerns that they were ignored. His application for euthanasia listed only one health condition as the reason for requesting to die, hearing loss. I'm gonna be honest, that sounds like someone submitted it for him. No, so what, uh, what they said is that he actually struggled with a bunch of other mental conditions, including, like, possibly schizophrenia and stuff like that, and he wasn't taking the medication, and as a result, wasn't taking the implant that he needed to help him hear. Mm. And Damn. and his brother literally said, yeah, well, Alan was basically put to death. Yeah. Uh, by the way, to anyone listening, this is the first time I've heard of it, so... I mean, yeah, I, I've, so, I've heard the general idea regarding, like, the euthanasia, but I haven't heard, like, specific stories going on. Yeah, so this is... Yeah, I am bringing this up out of nowhere because it needs to be talked about because this is not... This is just, like, a colloquial example. This is not the only example of this kind of thing being used this way. There are people who have been... Uh, even, like, the... Uh, Pope Francis, even, made a statement saying that patients who in a place of like actual treatment are administered death in Canada like it is a legitimate problem in Canada that people are being put to death because as is revealed it is much cheaper to give somebody euthanasia than treating them because euthanasia as a procedure is a one-time payment of about 500,000 
And the way that universal health care works is the government basically has to pay for it. So it is much easier on governmental systems for them to pay a one-time fee of $500,000 as opposed to, you know, months of keeping somebody on life support or keeping somebody giving them medication or having to actually pay for all these treatments. Like, it is a much easier solution for a doctor or a hospital to just go, oh yeah, just euthanasia. And there are literal examples of doctors like prescribing or recommending or even coercing patients into euthanasia as the cheaper option. There's a really sad story of somebody that sounds uh, like American that had healthcare. To, yeah, I mean, it's somebody that had. Well, this is like universal healthcare, which is which everybody claims to be the better system. I mean, fair enough. But, but. the problem with that system is. Basically, the way that universal healthcare works, for, for anyone who doesn't know, is that essentially what it amounts to is the government will pay for a procedure, but only a procedure that they deem is necessary. So if you go to the government official or whatever medical official and go, I need this heart medication, then if it's actually necessary, 90% of the time they'll go, okay, we'll pay for that. But if you ask them for pain meds and they decide, oh, you're not enough pain to warrant us paying for them, then you have to pay for those out of pocket. Gaming? So you could have crippling pain conditions, like there is an actual example in this article of, uh, and like the Canadian government could just say, oh, you don't actually need those pain medications, and then people resort to euthanasia because they can't live with the pain that they're subjected to. Um, there's an example of the fact, there's even an example of a lady that was in the hospital for COVID and her bills in the hospital were so great that she couldn't pay them so she chose to be euthanized just because she literally couldn't pay her hospital fees yeah that's fucked up yeah it's incredibly bad um and more scary uh is that there are currently bills being enacted to make this even further extended by making it so that minors and people Ow. suffering mental illness can choose the euthanasia treatment on their own. They don't need a legal guardian. They don't need a medical professional. They can just choose to get euthanasia for, as a minor or as someone who is mentally unwell. No, that no. shit don't fly. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Basically, the the thing is, if you're a kid going through depression because, you know, puberty is hard, hormones suck, then you can go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go go to the doctor and kill myself. Literally, the doctor is, you can go to the doctor and they'll say, oh, yeah, kill yourself. <laughs> like, what is this? I mean, I will say I can understand euthanasia as a treatment, but it needs way more fucking precautions. Well, like, yeah, that's, and it's also very interesting because everybody always made it like out to be a slippery slope argument when people would say, "Oh, um, you can't, you can't say that if we allow euthanasia for the old people that it's going to spread to everyone." But that's exactly what happened. They allowed euthanasia for those who are old and sick and like, quote unquote, needed euthanasia, and now it's being spread to kids. Not cool. Yeah, and there are even examples, like I said in this article, there are a couple other interviews of a guy who is told by the hospital staff that if he didn't choose the euthanasia option, they would hit him with more fees so he couldn't pay them. That's illegal. 
Yeah, no, it's incredibly illegal. And um, the reason why all of this is extremely even more relevant is that there was a recent, uh, a recent study that came out that went back and looked at the original study that suggested the uh, link between certain chemicals in your brain and depression. For the longest time, it was blamed on certain chemicals that a lot of the modern-day uh, suicide medication and depression medication treats um, designed to go for those particular parts in your brain, those particular compounds. But uh, that initial article that suggests that, uh, rather, uh, experiment and journal entry that suggested that these com these compounds were directly responsible for was discovered to have been completely faked. So it turns out that these uh, compounds are either, there is no significant evidence to prove that they actually are responsible for depression, which means as a result, a lot of modern day suicide medication, depression medication might not be effective at all, except it also gets you addicted to it. So basically you're getting addicted to a placebo. American healthcare. It's not even American. That's this is a worldwide thing. This is a Canadian thing too. I know. I'm I'm just saying it's... with all the shit people say about American healthcare. Yeah, it's uh, it's incredibly incredibly sad. And like be the reason why that like these two things coupled together is a really sad story. As a minor or somebody with depression, like I personally, not to get too personal here, have struggled with depression in the past. And if I were to have gone to a doctor and they gave me a medication for it, thank goodness that I didn't and I was able to deal without medication. Um, if they were to have prescribed me a medication that did nothing but get me addicted to it and I had to spend more and more and more money and then eventually I resorted to like some sort of a euthanasia, like that would have been terrible. It is basically driving people towards euthanasia and it has gotten so bad that Canada is actually overwhelmed with euthanasia requests. Their, their facilities do not even have the ability to administer euthanasia enough. <laughs> That's why you need a heavy screening process for shit like that. Yeah, well, that's the kind of thing I say about all those kind of... The, the idea of a screening process is always a good one. I think screening processes should be in place, but you have to ask who creates the screening process. Because if you're saying it's a medical professional or a... or especially a government agency in charge of a screening process, then what's to prevent them from doing... from skirting their own guidelines for money? It is very clear that hospitals are willing to use euthanasia just to save them money, and the government is willing to as well. So who puts that screening process in place if not those two groups? And they're already going to abuse it, so what's the point? God damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things where it's, uh... It's extremely sad, and it's, it's why I am so personally against putting these kind of institutions in place in the first place. A lot of people say it's, like I said, it's a slippery slope argument to go, oh, you like euthanasia is a good thing, we should put it in place and there's no way it could go wrong if we're careful, but it's like, yeah, I don't see a way for around it. To go wrong. Exactly. I would rather not have this option be available and like, uh, there are some situations where um, there are some situations where the where it would be beneficial for a like somebody who's in a ton of pain to go through that kind of situation. And in that case, like I don't necessarily have a problem with like 
euthanasia for somebody who has like stage four cancer and their life is nothing but pain and they don't have much time left anyways i understand it for that but once you put that system in place it sets a precedent for much much more dangerous things mm. because systems are abused every single day and if you let a system exist then it's going to be abused so I don't know whether or not the solution would be to not have the system in the first place so it doesn't get abused, or just try to fix the current system. It's a really hard thing to say. What say you, Taff? You've been kind of uh, quiet. I about have. This. I've I've been I've been uh, mustering up my thoughts on this topic. I've had a I've had a couple branching off thoughts starting from like where my thought process was going at the top at the at the very beginning of this discussion. Up until like right right now, basically to a few seconds ago, some thoughts that were occurring to me. So, uh, as active duty enlisted, somebody who has quote unquote access to free healthcare due to contractual obligation for my branch of the military to be like, hey, you are an asset. You are technically our property, our responsibility. We're going to medically take care of you because you rate that much as active duty enlisted, right? So, something that we don't have the quote unquote luxury of in the Marine Corps. Damn, I really fucking name dropped that shit. I was trying to be ambiguous. Whatever, we'll just have to screen it out later. Oh, well. um, doesn't matter. I wasn't gonna. Yeah, yeah, we can fucking scrub it out. Um, you can't go to medical and say, "Hey, um, this shit sucks. Uh, I want you to stab the no-no needle in my arm and send me to the, you know, the shadow realm." You you don't have that kind of option. You don't have that kind of liberty, right? There's no, for lack of a better term, get out of jail free card for when you feel like you don't want to do it anymore or you feel like you don't want to go through with a medical procedure. There's another, there's a second half of that as well. If you are at a point where you have a life-threatening condition or you have a, an overall health-threatening condition, something like a tumor, something like an autoimmune disease, something like diabetes, something like um, asthma, right? Um, some branches of the military don't allow you to have asthma. Some certain MOSs don't allow you to have asthma because it's an, it's an active liability, right? You're going to be putting yourself in a war zone in danger and you could have your little asthma attack or your little seizure and now you're not only – you're no longer an asset. You are an active liability in the middle of a combat zone. Like that, that, should, like, that is a problem waiting to happen. That isn't just an accident. You're, you're a ticking time yeah, bomb. You're and, a medical and, time bomb at that point, okay? And, and best case scenario, you're not – like even if you're not endangering those around you, you're endangering yourself. Like, exactly. That could just be the cause so, of dying. And there are, there are multiple sides of that, right? And like it, this shit branches off into multiple different aspects of the medical resources that the military, that active duty military provides. Okay, and when I say that, I'm saying uh, earlier, uh, mm, Shadow, you mentioned um, that there is a screener, right? You were like, you always got to give me extra work. He's like, you, sh there should be a screener for these type of assets, for these type of um, services, so to speak, right? Um, mm -hmm. And you're absolutely correct. That is the whole point of MEPS, which is like the uh, military entrance. Uh, something screener it basically you go there for a physical and medical like well-being checkup and capabilities to make sure that you're actually fit and suitable to both a enlist and b supported by whatever branch of the military you may be going into right and maps also allows individuals that are trying to go into their selected branch of the military if they even qualify to go into that branch of the military if you're trying to go into the coast guard yeah, so you have to be like x amount of physically fit you have to be able to perform this well i forget my phone was on sound you have to be able to perform this well. You have to be able to actually meet this this bare minimum, for lack of a better term, right? So 
Um, yeah, so that much I do understand. I do understand that that's yeah. A that's why I was trying to get out of the way because I'm getting onto the actual meat of, the, of what I was trying to okay, talk yeah. about. The actual like civilian type thing. No, not the civilian type thing. How it correlates to the civilian type thing. Okay, so well, that's what I mean. if you're active duty enlisted and you come down with a medical condition, you cannot refuse care. You cannot simply say, you know what, I don't want to receive that kind of care. I want to die a horrible, painful death from whatever malignant tumor or terminal disease or condition that I may be currently contracting or actually barely living on with, suffering with, whatever may the case may be. You don't have that option. You are legally obligated, contractually obligated by whatever, whichever form, whichever type of contract you sign with your branch of the military. You have to accept that care because <laughs> how asinine would it be if a bunch of cancer patients that don't even know they have cancer go in and they're like, well, I don't want to get chemo. I don't want to get adcept and compensated for the chemo that I'm going to receive. I want to die while I'm active duty so that my parents can get a fat wad of half a million or half a million dollars, right? Yeah, upon enough. my death. I mean, there's for a liability. Point. I understand that. So obviously that is exclusive to active duty enlisted and officer, right? So how does that correlate to the civilian world where they have the option to not necessarily take the easy way out, but take the door of like, take, you know, take the low. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it the high road or the low road, but Take the road less path traveled. Path of least resistance. Path of least, yeah, path of least resistance, road less traveled, so lack of a better term, right? And just say, hey, I don't want to deal with all the procedures behind this. I don't want to warrant all the purchases and expenses that need to be made for this type of procedure. I'm going to have my, I'm going to consensually have myself eliminated, right? Scrubbed from the record in a one-step, one-time process, right? And so in the event of what I would call with consent, with proper planning, and with humane resources, yes. I'm not going to say assisted suicide is okay. I'm going to say going out on your own fucking terms is okay. If you have a terminal disease, you don't want to suffer through it, and you don't want to absolutely bog down your family, yourself, your your loved, your spouse, whatever it may be, right? Your dependents even maybe, right? Say you have a family, you have an immediate family, you have an extended family that are helping with your recovery or your procedures, whatever it may be going on, like expense-wise or even emotional support, whatever it may be. You're not going to put them through the ringer for another eight months while you die slowly in a hospital bed when you could shorten it to eight days of goodbyes and figure, you know, tying up your loose ends and then – you know, you go to That's you strange. go to meet your creator. That was, that right? was going to be my follow up question. I figured. Uh, I figured. I was, was like, I was like, I'm surprised he didn't note on that at all. Going out on your own terms, like like the actual yeah, freedom. So, of, so my my follow up question was going to be uh, something on the lines of like the way that you initially phrased it. I was confused, but you you're very particularly talking about like if you have like if you're going to die anyways. Yes, you don't want yes. to be in that, pain. That's something that I wanted to know. That I understand. That's something strictly I wanted to know. My, because you, my extension yeah. off of that would be like this very clearly. I mean, we now have an example of this escalating into anybody doing it or hospitals even forcing it on people. So how do you feel about that from that background? Like what if you were in the military and you knew that there was a like procedure that could happen like say you like got shot in your leg and instead of like removing the bullet they said oh we're gonna kill you because it's cheaper like i don't have the opportunity like i either have i can either go the super roundabout way and they can try to remove it or they're going to cut their losses and no have no like killed. there's no there is no choice no like, alternative they are telling you, no no secondary they are telling you, we're going to kill you even though there's another okay option. well first i would request mass with whatever retard decided that was okay 
because that would be super not okay and also go against every contractual obligation that I currently serve, like, in the United States military for. That's a whole different story. I'm going to go off of, like, the vague topic that you provided, okay? Someone comes like up to me and says, hey, you have gangrene, necrosis, and tetanus, and, like, an autoimmune disease because of a almost, almost lethal injury from either shrapnel, a bullet, God forbid, whatever may be in my system after some kind of in the line of duty, right? Like in in the in the battle zone injury, so to speak. I feel. Uh, um, oh, yeah. there's a term for it. Doesn't matter. Um, I would absolutely go berserk. I would lose my mind, and I would file lots of lawsuits. But in the event where All I have no choice, lawsuits. I don't. I don't have the opportunity to be like, hey, I'm gonna go public with this. It's like, well, no, uh, you can't walk, and also we confiscated your phone. You're gonna die in this room. It's, uh, there's really nothing you can do about it at that point, right? Unless there's some yeah, whistleblower so that's going to be an unsung so hero for you. Clear, there's really nothing you can do about it at that point. So To be clear, you're very much against that. Like that option being forced on people, that oh, option yeah. being no. defaulted yeah. to that kind of thing. I would be, right? If you're – okay, if you're – if there's no way to save me, right? Yes, put me out of my misery for the love of God. I'm not going to waste my time or your time any longer. I'm going to go see my creator, right? All that good stuff, Right. But right. there so is a procedure my, that is a procedure. There is a procedure that you know modern medicinal science actually provides the resources to perform within the length of the United States Armed Forces medical resources, right? So just like I'm, I'm trying to break it down, um, and they re- simply refuse not to. That is a whole different can of worms. That is super situational because right. if they're Absolutely. if they're so choosing my, not my to, there's if they're choosing not to, there is so much more going into that situation than I do not want to describe right now. If they are yeah. so, not giving me the again, option to, sorry, just just for a second, just for a second. Okay. My natural extension is like so. Like I said, you are okay with it being an option available. Yes. You don't think it should be forced on people. No. My my natural extension off of that that conclusion would be like, how do you think it should be prevented? Like if this clearly is happening. And you think it st- should still be an option? What do you think should be implemented? What safeguards do you think should be in place? Something like that within the medical field. If you think that, like, yes. Yeah, so, like, say if you were Supreme Prime Chancellor of Canada and you could overturn <laughs> okay. stuff. Okay. okay like, okay, okay, what okay. would you do to try to prevent this from continuing to happen? If you want euthanasia to stay, if you don't want euthanasia to stay in like the public sector, if that is something that you don't agree with because of what can go wrong. That's fine, but assuming that you do, because I think that you do think it should be an option, then how do you think it should be done? Okay, you worded that in the most problematic way possible, so I'm just going to go off of the way I think you, like, what I've gleaned from your example, okay? All right. Personally, if I am the Supreme Chancellor, Overlord Emperor, Dictator of the medicinal world, or Canada, I guess, for the example, like, the very broad example you provided, okay? First of all, I would remove any and all resources of euthanasia within the medical field and reserve it for absolutely insanely extreme cases, right? It wouldn't be something that they keep in the walk-in refrigerator, right, in the medicine cabinet. Right, so you would it make would, it a specialized thing. So Very, very highly specialized, something for, like, extreme cases for, <laughs> for sicknesses we can't treat that the patient gets to name before they die, right? Stuff like that. I'm saying right. So it would have to be like you would submit something to the government, and the government gets back to you in like two weeks. I'm saying if it's being administered irresponsibly and against patients' will, then yes. Like there, there's okay. Where I work, right? The way the way that we run things, for lack of a better term, is if you have privileges, 
they're privileges for a reason. They're not rights. They can be taken away, right? They're they're privileges because you've either a earned them or b they're a, they're they're there for the foreseeable future because of uh, privileges past earned, right? And if you take advantage of it, you abuse those privileges. You don't get to have them anymore. You either have to earn them back or they're just gone forever, right? Subpoenaed, no, like absolutely no take backsies, no lifelines, no nothing, right? So in the event where the medical field is <laughs> egregiously and vehemently abusing said privileges of euthanasia, assisted suicide, however you want to describe it, it's something that you would confiscate, like abscond with, right? You would say, hey, this is getting absolutely way out of hand. This is not something that I condone as overseer, supervisor, uh, you know, hearsay. Supreme uh, not chancellor. Even, no, that's a bad word for it. Um, someone who has authority over this, right? So I would be, I would say absolutely not. You like you've lost euthanasia privileges. Give me your syringes, right? Like something along those lines. I mean, this is not happening anymore because we apparently we got to go back to basics and understand the sanctity of human life and the gift of creation, right? Um, for for the example you provided, that's basically how I would like approach that issue. That's how I would quote unquote solve that problem. But there's a lot more details going into this because there are people who want that option. There are people, what and the so fuck? this. I'm, I'm going to bring – I'm going to – this is going to come out of way left field. I'm going to throw a fat-ass curveball for you retards. You know the people that are going absolutely berserk and bonkers over killing another type of human in the hospital area? Um, not a different floor yeah, of the hospital agreed. in regards to the my body, my choice movement? And this is about to get super controversial, okay? What gives mm -hmm. them – what gives pregnant individuals because I'm not allowed to say women anymore, right? Pregnant individuals, right? <laughs> yeah, agreed. What gives them the right to say my body, my choice but then – the actual no bullshit government is saying, you know what? Not your body, not your choice. We're going to checkmate, stalemate your ass into the euthanasia box. And you do not get a say in what kind of procedures you're going to receive without insane compensation or compromise. And you are no, either yeah, going to I, kill, I, your, I kill yourself agree. out of cowardice and shame or you are going to suffer the consequences in your unmedicined stupor, right? Me yeah, meanwhile, so that is, that is six floors up on the same hospital, extension. a set of twins is getting murdered because I don't really feel like having two. I don't really feel like yeah, having no, twins. That, that being a separate that being a separate issue that we can discuss in a second here right. if you'd like. But that was my natural extension. I know that you technically work for the government, so I don't know how much you want to elaborate on that specifically. Uh -huh. But I, I that would be my natural extension is yes. The, there is a certain, like, if you have governmental intervention on the medical level, then you can make it super specialized. You can make it so that hospitals can't access those procedures and kind of try to prevent the hospital from abusing it. But the natural extension of that would be, like, if universal health care is a thing, so the government has to oversee each and every medical procedure, and they are being proven to prefer to use euthanasia in most situations because it's the cheaper option what would you then it's easier because now there's less training like okay cool all the people who do inoculations they do injections they do blood draws they know the exact equipment they no, know the yeah, exact I agree procedure it's the easier to do so. option it's the more horrific option yes but it it's is a very inhumane option, option. But my, my, my extension of this is, if this is very clearly showing that the Canadian government maybe can't be trusted to even have this power, what do you suggest at that point? Like, if the government can't be, the government's overreaching as much as the medical sector is, do you think that euthanasia should still be an option if they're going to misuse it as well? Um, at that point, <laughs> uh, eat the rich. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. You kind of backed okay, me. That's fair. You've backed that's... me into a literary corner here. Like, there's really no. You can only go downhill I, I, from that point, right? You've escalated to the point I where I really wasn't. I really wasn't. No one can be trusted. To, Don't drink the tap water. Put the little sticky notes over your webcams. Like. You're you're in God's hands at that point, right? Bro, it's I like okay, game, man. I mean, don't get sick. Hey. Wash your hands. Stay at home. Work yeah, from what's home. Yeah, Shadow. <laughs> Sorry, what's uh, up, Shadow? I'm gonna say I'm in IT. I have what uh, post-it notes over my webcams. <laughs> so yeah. Well, to be fair, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not trying to be like a conspiracy theorist. Like, a lot of the stuff that I say could be because cons- I'm I'm very libertarian when it comes to a lot of my beliefs. So I could be construed as a conspiracy theorist about a lot of things. But I would he think that this is a natural. He, he, he likes. I, I think the cons- I can't fucking say the fucking word. You know what I mean. <laughs> I think that some of them are amusing, but I do not personally believe any major conspiracies. I just pay attention to actual things that are happening around me and don't necessarily buy into anything that, like, I am told at face value. I think that this is very much proof that since the government's pushing so hard to pass a bill that lets minors do this, they are consistently moving down the path of more and more, like oh, you can just do this as easily as physically possible, and they're not doing anything to stop the hospitals from choosing this because the money's coming out of the government's pockets, wouldn't that imply that the government is favoring euthanasia as well? So at that point, like, what are you going to do? I don't think that the government can be trusted with that power. If they are choosing to euthanize the people, then I don't think it's a conspiracy theorist thing to say that they are overstepping. I mean, no, yeah, no overstepping. Okay. overstepping. You say, you say it's it's oh it's not outlandish conjecture to say they're overstepping. They are infringing on human rights. Oh oh, this is this is something I wanted to bring up. I my brain got brought off topic by another by another segment. Yeah, absolutely. But, Go ahead. So infringing human rights by quite literally exploiting their medical resources. Okay, this goes hand in hand with something that happened a year ago for me. Um, COVID is in full swing. Everyone's going absolutely gugus bonkers over quarantine. Wash your hands, social distance, wear your mask, and it's not doing bupkis. It's not doing jack shit. People are just still getting sick. People are just getting sick less to other things other than COVID because they're still trying to purport the COVID scare, as it were, right? Trying to keep you know yeah, I, the people in I power still in power. Trying to maintain. Up COVID, I'm not talking done. about this, but I think I'm not that, done. I think this that is, you're right. I'm just I'm agreeing with you. Okay, 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 okay. Cool, cool, cool. As I was saying. Big problematic, not exactly helping the overall economy, whether that's exports, imports, daily commerce, basic capitalism practices that we've been doing for the past 150 years, right? Give or take. Um, It's in full swing and they're trying to really, really, really push this. um, I'm not going to say agenda because it wasn't so much an agenda as it was get the goddamn vaccine, go back to work, right? They were actually trying to get us out of our houses and into the workplace so that people would stop going absolutely bonkers over the vaccine, right? Active duty enlisted, we didn't even have an option. We had an option for a few months leading up to the absolutely bogus quote-unquote FDA approval. But once the, uh, you know, once Forbes and New York Times and the Washington Post made some absolute unfounded garbage literal actual lie like not even kidding lies literally like we were lied to but the white no, house no, said hey right fda called it good guys i'm like no seriously where did they say it was good he's like no no no, no. look see uh, the white house said it's good guys so it's now mandatory for all active duty and reserves reserve duty service members to get the vaccine at that point in time i already gotten my vaccine i was sick and tired of the masks i knew it wasn't going to be made mandatory but i knew 
it was going to like benefit me in the long run. I got my two shots. I was good. I didn't have any side effects. I have I have never had COVID to this day, right? I've been outside, you know. I've been quote unquote a close contact. I've done my goofy little ROM two week, four week ROM periods. They were garbage. They were stupid, and they did not help anyone. But I still did them. It's not that I was playing along. It's that I had nothing better to do. And why would I be problematic on purpose for something that's going to help me? So I got okay, my. So I got my I shots. Say, I got my shots. Before you move on, just before you move on. I haven't moved on yet. I'm still on the same topic. <laughs> no, I just before we before you continue on because you did say something that I want to touch on. You said that you didn't think that they were going to become mandatory. I didn't. I would say. You, you did say that. You said, I didn't think that they were going to become mandatory, but I didn't want to be problematic with it. I, I would argue that they almost became mandatory. I they almost did. got fired they from were. my job. They were. I don't know. They were mandatory for active duty service members. For normal civilians, well, that's no. Not, not, I mean, for normal civilians. Yes. That's what you were saying. Yes. They were almost mandatory for normal civilians as yes. well. Because I almost got fired for not getting vaccinated. Exactly. And I'm still not vaccinated. Thank thankfully, that didn't pass through because the federal government still doesn't have the power to make health decisions Crazy yet. Crazy how that works. And even then, Texas didn't want to overstep. Um, and the other states as well, like Kentucky and... I think the only Tennessee! super gung-ho about it was like... You know, like bigger places like New York and California and right. stuff like that. Um, but the reason why I say that is because it very nearly became uh, mandatory. And I and like as a result of that, if it had become mandatory, that's already a scary trend. Like if they're willing to make this mandatory just because they say that the science agrees with it and everybody's so hard pushing for this thing because they say, oh, the science says this. When it's very clearly like either a smear campaign or they're trying to cover things up that disagree with them. Like you pointed out, people wouldn't get sick of stuff like the flu, but there is all these COVID cases. It's like, where did the flu go? If we're still getting COVID, where people are still clearly getting sick of things, but somehow we're still doing enough to prevent sickness from spreading that the flu just didn't happen. Like that doesn't make any sense. Granted, we're completely we missing so well another. With... We're missing another aspect of the whole quarantine, like social distancing and prevention of spread of other communicable diseases. So some some normal fucking diseases. So it, like the bird flu, influenza, right? And um, other common colds and shit we've been getting for the past eighty years, even after they were vaccinated, because they're yearly vaccinations, because the the viruses themselves evolve or mutate, whatever you want to call them, right? Um, right. Some some of those cases were being counted as COVID cases because they wanted to. That's what I'm saying. To that's that's what I'm trying right? to imply. That's what I'm trying to imply. I'm giving like a natural like even if you don't believe like say you're an outside listener because you and I I think are on the same page in that. I think that we both agree that the that for a lot of cases like the colds and the flus were being reported as COVID pneumonia similar enough. Which was the funniest one to me. Pneumonia exactly. They have completely yeah, different like, symptoms. And, like, the thing, the interesting thing, like, I agree with that. But there's a lot of people that legitimately think that flu didn't happen because we were doing so well dealing with it. And yet, at the same time, we're still getting COVID out the wazoo because we're not doing well enough. It's like, I think that at, like, some point, if you legit, like, if somebody out there legitimately believes that, I want you to, like, slow down and take a look at stuff. Because if we're, if the masks are working to such an extent that the flu, which we were not able to get rid of for 20 plus years like it's, it's, it's gone 20 plus year. years come on yeah easily 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 like that that we have every single year uh, but this year it just didn't happen and but at the same time even though we got rid of that somehow covid no it's still going strong full force like i think at some point you have to slow down and look and go huh 
is it possible that they're lying and saying that the flu is actually being misconstrued as COVID. And I think that the natural extension of that is if they're willing to lie about this, what more are they willing to lie about? And I think that that naturally extends to what Canada is doing. If they're willing to put the euthanasia thing in place, like that could be used for good. But if the government's willing to lie and overstep about some other stuff, it's very clear and has been proven that they're willing to overstep about euthanasia as well. That's why I legitimately don't think that euthanasia should ever be a thing that you can do because I think they're going to use it to overstep. And then today, it, like as much as people would love to call it a slippery slope, today they're going to say, oh, we're only like getting rid of cancer patients who are about to die. Tomorrow, we're going to get rid of little Timmy because he doesn't agree with us. What? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I was like, you, you know, that, normally that threw me for a loop. Some... That was a fat curveball for a second. I was Shadow, like, go ahead. You? Sorry. I don't want to, we don't want to talk over you. Sorry. Normally when someone says little Timmy, I always think of, uh, uh, n- Nightmare? No, not Nightmare. The uh, Scrooge McDuck and the little boy yeah. with two broken legs. Oh, I got you. you. Know? Not yeah. quite sure what you're referring to, I want to be honest. No, but... I know. I you know. don't know? It's Little Timmy. I don't know. That's yeah. literally his fucking name. The Game Grumps do a bit I'm honestly him. not sure. Do they really? Yeah, okay, they well. <laughs> shout out to the Game Grumps, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm not even quoting the fucking Game Grumps. Oh well, I I I'm not. I probably have heard it before, and I'm just not sure. I, the 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 name Tim means something else because there's another streamer that I watch. Okay, okay, okay. This, this is off Tim, topic. So. Fun. Hold on. Let me, yeah, let me bring back. So you were just back. talking about like, okay, what if the government has control, has like a say over this, and they abuse it? Okay, here's what I, this this completely literally full circles back to the point I was trying to finish earlier before you branched off for a brief thought that kind of branched off a little too far, in my opinion. Regardless. I didn't think like I didn't think it was going to become mandatory for civilians or for active duty enlisted. And then after I get my shots, lo and behold, a week later, it, that shit is made mandatory. A, a new frago drops, which is basically just like uh, Marine Corps, uh, or actually not just Marine Corps, Armed Forces uh, like standard order climate. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it stands for, but basically an order drops that says, "Hey, this is the new mo. This is the new basic like standard operating procedure. This is a new the new norm. This is what we have to work with right now." And they released the like new normal. Oh they were they released like seventeen of those bitches throughout the entirety of COVID, and that's like a record, right? May, we maybe yeah, get like minute, no, 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 Biden, no, no, no. Biden we maybe get like one or two stuff. in a normal year for COVID. We got like ten to like we we maybe got like ten every mm-hmm. every like year. Like for those two years, we got like ten for each of those years each, right? Anyway. They literally, it was literally government-mandated shots that were not actually tested by the government. They were literally saying, look, the big man up top, our Lord and Savior Joseph R. Biden says, hey, if you want to go to work and you want to keep this job that you literally signed your life over and went through some of the most rigorous training, like like military training on the planet, uh, you got to get this shot that, um, you know, the media is telling everyone else to get. Not because it's trusted, not because it's actually proven to decrease... Uh, cases because people have gotten these shots and still gotten cases, right? It's really, it's not, it's not going to help you, right? It's not going to do any, it's not really going to do anything huge for you, but uh, we will kick you out if you don't get it. So it's, it's yes or no. I was like, I was, it was a total breeze for me. I, I'm, I'm good friend. I was at the, he's not here anymore because he went back to the States, but uh, I was good friends with one of the docs, one of the corpsmen that was there. He gave me one of my shots and I was like, Hey, I'm good. I'm going to piss off. I'm going to go back to work. Yeah. And he was like, no, you're a good man, but we got to go through everyone else that doesn't have their shots yet. And I'm like, that's crazy. I know guys that have been kicked out, not just 
lance corporals, privates, not uh, sergeants, not just staff and seals, gunnery sergeants, master sergeants. They were like, I would have left. Hell yeah. fucking no. Fuck this shit. I'm, I'm like two years out from my 20 years. Once you get 20 years in the in the armed forces, you can retire with retirement benefits. Like you can get out with retirement yeah, benefits. Yeah. Literally, they were a few years out and they were like, hell fucking no. Like I have put up with some bullshit in the Marine Corps, but this is not happening. This is not the move. Like I'm not yeah, – I, I don't draw know the if line I've ever here. directly stated it. I've never, I don't know if I've ever just directly stated it, but I very near like I was willing to quit my job over the exact same thing. If they would have made it mandatory, I would have been like, no, I'm not. I don't have to work here anymore. I am willing to go without a job. Like, thankfully, my current job, I doubt they'd ever do that with me. I work with ex-cons. I do like manual labor all day. They don't care. I'm in the middle of a warehouse. What are they going to do? Like, oh, no, you're going to get COVID along with all the paint and sawdust entering your lungs. Um, <laughs> but it's like on top, like even but my previous job, I absolutely was about to leave my job if they would have made me like if they would have been like papers, please. Let me show you your your government your vaccination, vaccination card. Paper. Like, no, you exactly. yeah, that, that shit was you fucking are no. actually psychotic. Like, that is, that is actually, like, people always make the joke, it's like, in 1984 or whatever, the, the fucking, like, dystopian, yes, like, the George novel, novel or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah. But George it's like, Orwell. but jokes aside, that is exactly the kind of thing. Like, and I was about to make this parallel earlier with the Canada stuff that we were talking about. Right. You know who else coined the phrase and actually invented the phrase, a life not worth living in terms of genocide? And in terms of euthanasia, rather? Nazi Germany. That's funny. Nazi Germany coined the phrase, a life not worth living. There's a word, a German word that means that, that they used to justify euthanasia. And lo, and they did it, their, their first case where they opened up the legal precedent for it was a child who was born with deformities and their life truly wasn't worth living. Like, I would argue that in that case, they, they, des they th I think that it would be appropriate. But because they opened up that, that precedent, they then moved on to euthanize everybody and just start a terrible trend of, oh, you have a broken leg? Off him. Oh, you have Down syndrome? In the trash. Like, just every single time there was any sort of situation that it was like, even slightly could be applied for, they would use it. And that's exactly the same path that Canada is going down when Canada is supposedly supposed to be this super liberal, like, oh, advanced, like, look at all this cool universal healthcare stuff that they're doing. Their government has overreached in the past, and now it is literally emulating Nazi Germany. It is scary. Damn. It's like, and, uh, like, to briefly touch on previous stuff that they've done, because this is not the first time that they've overstepped, and this is why I've been nervous about Canada for a while. If you remember the protesting that was happening with the Canada truck drivers, basically during oh, COVID, I they shut that, down yeah. everything. Like, yeah, basically during COVID, they shut down everything like America was doing. And if you're something like a truck driver where you get seasonal work and you are required, like you, you make your living off of delivering this shipment and people get their food based on you delivering this shipment and you don't interact with anybody, but all of a sudden the government's like, oh, even though you don't see anybody, we're going to prevent you from doing your shipment work and prevent people from getting their food just because we're so scared about this flu 2.0. And they started protesting and they started going into the streets and stopping traffic and honking and trying to get people angry so that they would do something about the government. You know what the Canadian government did? 
Oh yeah, they fired him. They fired him. I remember. No, no, no. They enacted a military emergency powers what? to brand them as terrorists and send them to jail. What? Like wait, like martial yeah. law? Like or like like, like low key, like not full martial law, but like that. A step I feel like martial law. no. I feel like that falls into that the same category. Okay, okay, okay. So like. The definition of martial law that they've like provided. It that is an I've extension. It's not full martial law because it's not the gover It's not the uh, generals in charge. That would be full martial law. Um, but it was it was basically like the step before because they were taking military action, yeah. but it wasn't like full like you know democracy stops now. The government no, no, no. now the it's, military it's, is in charge. It's military enforced like improvised like legislation not legislation but like yeah basically that's what it which was is, that's martial law no, no, it doesn't matter what's what level it's like um uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for not ordered but like it doesn't matter commission it doesn't matter what level like what tier i guess of government government it's commissioned at it's still fucking martial law no matter what the scope I, I is agree, so yeah. like a, a lieutenant colonel or a colonel right or like a regimental commander even or a battalion commander can literally go and say, "Hey, honestly, <coughs> excuse me. Hey, honestly, um, we need to like cordon this area. We like need to crack down on this area, this this sector, if you want to call it that, right? And um, people who like step out of line are going to feel the like the wrath of God because they want to be problematic. They want to go out of their way to like cause problems, right? That's and then that, that, would be that is. Law, yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of." It's a very rough. It's a very rough-edged like definition of martial law, like description of what actually happens. I'm skipping a lot of steps and a lot of like actual like information that needs to be like passed for it to become quote unquote yeah, martial law. You, but that's literally how it works. It's military enforced improvisa improvisational law and legislation. It's it's yeah, that no, is martial I, law. I absolutely agree. And like so, and even more scary, like even like even just putting this procedure in place, even just saying we now have emergency powers, that's scary enough as is, but how they used it was even more scary. It wasn't just they sent these people to jail, they made it illegal to donate it to them, and they made it, like, if you donated money to these people that were protesting, you could also be sent to jail. And They also then, stole all the money given to... And Yeah, exactly, they also stole all the money, they confiscated all the money and supplies, which is even more scary, but then they made it retroactively illegal, which means that if you donated to them before it was illegal to do so, they would still arrest you and take your money away. Ironic. So if you were like this little old lady who wanted to support her local trucker and gave them 20 bucks, the government would come in, and this is before you even, like, even the government even said they were terrorists, the government would come in and take your bank account away from you. This is actually something that happened in Canada. And then on top of that, I don't even know if they gave back that emergency power, by the way. They might have, but who knows, because they probably would have covered it up if they hadn't. But... This is just a natural extension of that, where they, they, they're willing to overstep in the past, and now they're doing it again. They're abusing the euthanasia laws to make it so that they can cull people that they don't want to deal with. It is actual eugenics at play. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's just, some, that's just problematic, stuff. yeah. It's like, and I don't want to be like the naysayer that says the world is ending, but it's like, this is a first world country, one that is supposed to be, that every, that a lot of people say is better than America, that is like actually going to like Nazi Germany level of, oh my god, the government's controlling everything, it's a dystopia. Oh. 
Oh, I love cyberpunk. And it's, yeah, no, it's like actual cyberpunk stuff. And, like, not to make a funny joke, like, funny video game, like, real life thing, but it's like... World it's War Three instead of Germany, it's Canada. Oh my god. Yeah, no. And, like, and the, <coughs> the really messed up stuff is a lot of people don't realize that, like, this stuff is happening, and, it, like, if we don't do something about it, will continue to happen in America. Like, we are at the precipice of doing this. People who are so concerned with the my body, my choice stuff are pushing the lot. Like, I don't, I don't say, I'm not saying that people shouldn't be able to get abortions. I don't think the government should have overreach. But a lot of people were throwing a huge fit over the government not making, uh, not making abortions mandatory. But I'm, I am all for the government not making anything mandatory. Every last thing that can be removed from the government's power and put in the state's hands, hell yeah! At least the states are kind of more, like, actual representative. Except, like, it scares me the more and more, like, all these executive orders that are going, like, the most executive orders of any president ever, and he is the least popular president ever, Ugh. and it's like, huh, that's really scary that's when you little, think about it. Goofy. Nobody likes him, and he's doing whatever he wants. It's, it's like one of the, like, we need, it's, it's like, genuinely, this should be a wake-up call for people. And I, I'm not usually the kind of guy to, like, go on this tirade about politics, because I don't like talking about politics, but this is scary stuff. And I mean, like, man, I don't even, I don't even know what else there is to be said about that. It's just like, like, that's the smoking gun right there. It's happening to Canada, which is supposed to be a first world country. It's like, how long until these kind of, like, super activist stuff gets pushed even further to that? Like, it's why I've always said, I like people, I hate activists. Because activists are pushing the line way too far. <sighs> what say you, James? You haven't really weighed in a whole awful lot about this. Any thoughts about this whole thing? Um, euthanasia. Alright, if someone has the fucking, like, worst thing ever and is like, my every waking moment is pain. I was born in the darkness. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hadn't said the if, if, since I was a man. If it's like that, then okay. If you really want it. If you really want it to end, yes. But if you're like, some like, person who's like depressed, right? No. No, 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 no. And this is because, well, me personally, I think of, like, all this, like, self-deprecation on the internet is, like, fucking bullshit. I don't care about it. I do not fucking care about it. I am not gonna be like that. I'm not gonna be like everyone fucking else being like, Oh, I hate my life. I'm going to kill myself. I'm not doing that fucking shit. I hate it. I fucking hate no, it. No, I, I absolutely agree. I understand what you're saying with that, but, like, and you seem to be on the same general page where you're, like, euthanasia seems like it would be a good idea if used correctly, but it's a really scary thing if it's not used correctly. Yes. Like, you have to put things... That's that's my problem, That's and it's a natural, a natural like, jumping-off point of this, if we're continuing on this same general trend of things, is gun control. A lot of people want to say, like, hey, we shouldn't have these laws in place, like these these mental health screenings and stuff for gun control and believe me i would love to go like okay yeah let's have this mental health screening because i don't want a psychopath to own a gun of course i don't but the problem is <laughs> you then have psychopath. to be like who decides who gets a gun 
who decides you aren't mentally healthy enough because what's to prevent that person from going oh you're not mentally healthy enough even though you are because they're being paid by somebody to say that Ooh. that's the scary thing is you can't have this intervention because who decides that rule it's like me genuinely. I do yeah Ooh. yeah James I, I like someone you, who really takes take charge yeah, we'll take over the government and James has got yeah, it. Really. I'm real as hell, bro. James has absolutely got this. He's He is the leading medical professional when it comes to these things. He is... Uh, youngest got, in his he's field. He's got this under control. Yeah, the youngest in his field. The prodigy. Um, but yeah, like that. that's the thing is like, how could... It's the same thing with like who decides who gets to live and die. That's in like, this is euthanasia. Who decides who gets to live and die? You are not... God or the judge, jury, and executioner, like and he, like people are so concerned with even like death row, but those same people are like euthanasia should be a thing. What's the difference? Why do you get to decide whose life isn't worth living? And who's to say the person that's deciding it is also mentally healthy enough to do so? Because I know that I have been in places in my life where I would have been like, I would have, if somebody offered me a needle, I would have taken it. But at the same time, the next day, I woke up and realized, wow, I really am glad that I didn't because I would have been so unhappy. Looking back at that time in my life, like I'm not, and everything's not sunshine and rainbows right now, but I know for a fact that I would have regretted if I hadn't kept going. So it's just a super scary thing. And like, why can't that extent, like, say you have cancer and you choose to have euthanasia. What if they would have had a, a experimental surgery on you the next day? Like, what if you would have been able to get over Stealing What if any kidneys. number of things would have happened? What if you were to miss something that you wouldn't have necessarily missed? Like, that is a really scary thought. And also, there's also an extension of that where it's like, if you are on your deathbed, is your life as much important to you as it is the people around you? Like, is it not cruel to them to take away the last bit of time that they have left with you, even though you wouldn't be at your best? But like, what if you had a family member that couldn't have come and seen you and you chose euthanasia because you didn't want to keep going and they would have been able to see you before you died and now they can't? It's a very human appeal. Not to sound like a fucking alien, but... No, well, that's what I mean. You have to consider not everything is black and white. There is gray area to everything. And you can't look at this, look at anything in the sense of this is bad, this is good, because it's not always that way. You, there's always a problem with any system. There's always a way that you have to look at things because I would love to just say no guns, but I can't. Because at that point... It'll be just like whoever has the guns, whoever we can't take the guns from, now because is they in have charge. Guns. Because they have guns and they have them illegally. It's the same thing with the euthanasia. I would love to say only for the people that really need it, because at that point, who decides that? Who decides that it's not going to be misused? Who decides the medical professionals aren't going to just say something? And we know that there's corruption in those fields already. So who's to say that Pfizer isn't just going to say, oh, it's more profitable to just kill these people as much as we physically can? Because Lord knows they're already doing unethical things because it's profitable. For profit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
uh, the, like like we were saying about the COVID stuff, the number one reason why I don't trust vaccination stuff that's been going on and why I'd be willing to be homeless because I would be willing to protest the vaccine is because Pfizer, if you look at the numbers during COVID, has made record-breaking profits the entire time COVID has been happening. And before you say, oh, it's just because such and such medical stuff, 80% of those profits are their vaccinations alone. 80% of their total profits, record-breaking profits, are just vaccinations. So if you were Pfizer, wouldn't you say, oh yeah, pump out as many vaccines as you can. 17 vaccines a year. Let's have a vaccine every week. Let's make it mandatory and call them booster shots. And make it seem like yeah, they call actually them do, shots do something helpful. And make it sound like everybody's a psychopath and you're killing grandma if you don't get this booster shot. That's what it's all about. It is propaganda because these rich and powerful people are just saying that this is the way that it is and this is the science. It's like that's not how science works. You are being led astray and it's like I don't want to act like I'm I'm I got it all figured out and I'm Morpheus because I'm sure I fall for stuff like that I live in this society after all so I'm sure that I fall for stuff like society. that all the time but it's really really sad when people start acting like it is such an open and shut case and it's like who cares about freedom as long as there's safety it's like Benjamin Franklin literally said if you're willing to trade freedom for safety you deserve neither you're right that actually popped into my head earlier, and I totally forgot to bring it up. I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that back. Yeah, I mean, the founding. As much as people say the founding fathers, this and that, it's like the founding fathers at least had their priorities straight. They at least they had a good idea of how to fucking do things. Yeah, there's a reason why, in America, the federal government is not allowed to oversee health. Can you imagine how scary it would be if Biden could make wide-sweeping health changes at the drop of a hat? Damn. He already tried to make things mandatory, and thank God the states decided, no, we don't think we're going to do that. Not yet. Yeah, who knows, honestly. They could push really hard, and tomorrow everybody decides to... All the big cities decide they're going to force the states to do it because, oh, you're saving grandma. And it's like, I really, like, I don't, and like, when it comes to the vaccine, if you genuinely believe in the vaccine, if you're genuinely scared, if anything, if even if you just want to be better safe than sorry, go for it. Absolutely go for it. Wear a mask, wear 17 masks, starve yourself of oxygen, never go anywhere if you can afford that. I'm not going to. Because I don't like the side effects that are being covered up. I don't like this whole situation. And I have to work to live. So it's not that simple. Don't force other people to do things just because you're scared. That is not the way that we live. This is America. We may not be the most free and the best amount of freedom that we want to have. There may be a lot of things that we're not actually free on. But don't give up the remaining freedoms that we have. We can't afford to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, Lord knows we already gave up a whole bunch of stuff with income tax and the Patriot Act and all this extra stuff. There's videos circulating around the internet about the ATF doing no-knock raids more and more because of the gun control stuff that's happening. That's super scary. I don't want that to happen. I don't want America to turn into Australia where if you leave your house, the government sees you with a drone and then goes arrests you. Mm-hmm. 
or China where they're being welded into their houses. Like, I've got to go to leave to work every day. I can't stay. Like, just because these celebrities that have never had to go to an honest job their entire life are saying, oh, it's for the sake of the good of the people. It's like, those people can't relate to the common man. Based. <laughs> yeah, really, I mean, just, you kind of, like, talked us into a corner. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna say I, you're I don't, wrong. That's that's the weird thing is like I don't understand how more people don't feel this way, how more people don't see it that way. Because like, and believe me, like I like I have been saying these past couple episodes that we're putting out. If you want to debate me about stuff, hit me up with a DM. Email me at bouncycastpodcast at gmail Let me know you want to debate me. Come right on. I'll set up a recording for you, and you and me can duke it out. Debate me on this. Prove me that. Prove that I'm an idiot. I will I will publish that episode assuming that you don't fill the whole thing with slurs or try to dox me. Like, Hello, absolutely. If somebody wants to try to prove me wrong, I am more than willing to change my opinion based on actual factual information. But from the way that I see it, I genuinely don't understand how this like how people can like, do what I say just because I'm saying to do it. Do what the government says just because they're in charge. Like, isn't this scary? Isn't there a chance that this isn't the way that things should be? I guess that's that's honestly about all that I have to say about that topic. If any of y'all wanted to, lay, to weigh in on that, we can, we can wrap up if not. Gordon Freeman in the flesh. <laughs> well said. Shadow, Taff, any last things? Um, no. I think y'all pretty much covered it. Yeah. You are pretty out of it today, though, Shadow. That's that's fair. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make you have an intellectual titan-type performance here, so you're, you're more than good, my friend. Dude, I haven't slept in 48 hours. Let me be. Yeah, dude, you need... After this, we're probably gonna let you like, pass out or something if we don't have other things. But yeah, like, like I said, I think that's about all that needs to be stated. Uh, I'll just reiterate, um, thank you guys so much, anyone who's wa watching or listening to this or anything of the sort. Like, I, I really appreciate it. I apologize, this is kind of just like a ranting episode where we're going back and forth. And like, if you don't believe what I'm saying and you think that I'm just a crackpot conspiracy theorist, like, alright. I appreciate whatever support you give me either way. Like I said, if you want to DM me on Discord, like message me on Patreon, message me through my email, YouTube comments section, anything. Like give me feedback if you liked this, if you want us to do more of this, if you want to debate me on something. It doesn't even have to be this. It can be anything. We're planning on doing a religion episode pretty soon here. Like so. that uh, fucking meme uh, of the guy with the cup leaning back with the change my mind sign. Yeah, something like that. Like, literally, come try to change my mind. I would love to do that, and I would love to, like, have other people who have radically different opinions than me come try to talk to me. I used to do debate professionally. I would love to have that like an opportunity to do that kind of thing again. Um, with that being said, we're doing a lot of other stuff like this. It's not going to just be debate stuff. Uh, we're probably going to do some other episodes... I don't know whether or not this is going to be a consistent thing. Yes, like I said, we're doing D&D. Uh, we're going to get that set up, we promise, pretty soon. When the soon fuck here. are we doing it, man? I'm excited. We're going to try to record it uh, the day after this goes out. So hopefully tomorrow, by the time... Hopefully by the time this comes out, we will have recorded the D&D. Uh, this is probably yeah. releasing on Monday, so at the very least, this is going to be... We're going to be in the process of recording, hopefully, by then. Mm -hmm. I um, really wish y'all, uh, y'all's computers didn't suck ass so we could run my, uh, 
Foundry TTV. Yeah, something we'll, we'll figure that out. Either way, it's going to be Norse-themed. It's really fun. We have custom backstories that we're doing, custom races that I've created. Uh, the intro episode, I'm going to go through backgrounds. I'm going to put in a ton of effort into this, so if you're even remotely interested in that, I would love to have you stick around. Our Patreon and our Discord is fully set up now at this point. Patreon.com slash BouncyCast if you want to support us. Any sort of support you give us, you'll gain access to the Discord where we do our live recordings. You can sit and listen in. And if you sign up for our max tier, we'll even let you be unmuted. And maybe you can weigh in if we decide that's necessary. Um, and if you want to be a guest in the show, like I said, reach out to me. I would love to have that kind of thing happen and set that up at any point in time. Um, with that being said, uh, make sure you follow us on all the platforms that you can. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, like I said, Patreon. That would more than help. We absolutely love any support that you can give hey, us. But Damn, he really selling out. Can I plug something real quick? <laughs> yes, sir. Go ahead, James. Hey, yo, I got a plug. Check out the check out Rambo songs. That's my that's my boys' album. Check out Rambo songs. This shit's on Spotify. Go to the Space Weenies podcast on YouTube. You can find that shit on there. Go listen to all the Death <laughs> Wait, hold shit, on. bro. God damn, Go they all selling out. Hold on, that's hold literally on, hold on. the best music ever, bro. That's literally the best shit. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. You're not allowed to say other podcasts on this podcast. I, I do not being said, care. <laughs> it is entirely possible. I have been reached out by the another podcast, the Extra Chromosome podcast, to be a guest on their podcast. So. Look for me on there, I suppose. And also give them a listen to their stuff's pretty funny. Um, with that being said, I believe that's all we have to talk about. So we will see you next. And hopefully this, uh, by the time this comes out, we'll be working on the D&D if y'all are interested in that. Yes, sir. And without further ado, see ya. Bye, yeah. motherfuckers. Brofist! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs>